Praise the Lord. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. This message is from the Glory Life City Church, where our man of God, the Apostle Francis, reveals the deep heart of God for the new creation in Christ. Glory Life City Church is a mandate from God to dispense the glory of heaven in the new creation in Christ, cultivating the apostolic heart of God in the intimate bond of fellowship, love, and power. Join in as the Apostle Francis takes us into the Word of God. So I'm, I'm wrapping up, I am ending the series on um, pneumaticos. It's, I feel sad because this is actually the beginning of what I actually want to talk about. But I have to cut it and then we will come again next year. I tell somebody we'll come again next year. Hallelujah. Yeah, God. So anything we teach or preach, it is what God wants you to hear in a particular season and in a particular time. So if you want to know what God is doing, always look at what God is saying. Because what he is saying always reveals what he is doing. And if you know what God is doing, then you will be able to align yourself to what he is doing in order to be a partaker of what he is doing. Are we together? How many of us want to be part of what God is doing? Amen. So you make sure to know what God is doing. Don't forget. You don't know what God is doing by just looking at people complaining. And you know what God is doing by what he is saying. And what God says always reveals the principles, the instructions that are necessary for you to be a partaker of what he is doing. Are we together so that you can partake of what he is doing and be blessed by what he is doing i pray for somebody your life is being blessed in jesus name Amen. your life is being blessed in the name of jesus Amen. like the tribe of the sons of Issachar, the bible says that they had understanding they had what they had understanding of the times why? Because they knew. Because they did what? They knew what Israel ought to do. They knew. So to know what to do is the key to becoming what God wants you to become in every season. Hallelujah. And in this season, one of the things that has necessitated this particular series is that God is opening up our spirit for certain experiences and for certain operations of the spirit. Some of you have become so used to living ordinary carnal lives. Okay, so now I have started. Amen. So you cannot give me the time. Hallelujah. <laughs> So I'm doing the part eight of pneumaticus today and the final one. And I am still on the transmissions of the spirit. How spiritual things are transmitted. How spiritual things become physical. How spiritual things are experienced. Hallelujah. 
You see, a lot of us have become used to living natural, ordinary, carnal lives, which has to do with just feeling, sensual feeling, the senses of the flesh. So you live your life based on what you see and what you hear and what you feel and what you taste. Hallelujah. Are we, are we together? But you see, there is life beyond that. If you can see the glory of God tangibly in your life, you must experience something beyond the ordinary. Am I communicating? If you want to see the power of God, if you want to see the glory of God, if you want to walk in the tangibility, say the word tangibility, if you want to see the tangibility of God with a people, you cannot live your life in the natural because the Bible says that God is spirits. Hallelujah. God in John chapter 4. God is spirit and they that worship him, they must worship him in what? Spirit. So to experience God, it is important. It is a requirement. Tell somebody it's a requirement. It is a requirement that you learn how to live beyond the physical. Because the God you want to experience does not dwell in the physical. If God chooses to dwell in the physical, I am sure some people will sabotage him. Some tribes will sabotage him. Hallelujah. Some, some geographic locations will sabotage him. They will tell us that he comes from here. So everybody must come here to come and worship him. That was what the Samaritan woman was saying to Jesus. But Jesus said, no, God does not dwell in the physical. God is not a physical person that you will see with your physical eyes. He is a spirit. So anyone that will come to a point in their lives and in their walk with God, to experience God, to see God, to understand God, to, to see his works, his power, that person must ensure that the life they live goes beyond the natural, ordinary life. And that is what God is doing. God is increasing our spiritual capacity. God is increasing our word, our spiritual capacity to be able to contain him, to be able to experience him, to be able to hear him, to be able to see him. And if we can do that, God is spirit. We also walk in the physical. So Paul said, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war against the world, the flesh. So, Anyone that will be able to harness the supernatural is the one who acknowledges that he walks in the flesh. However, he operates not in the flesh, but in the spirit. Like Paul said, we walk in the flesh, but we don't war against the flesh. For the weapon of our warfare, they are not what? Fleshly. They are not carnal. They are not natural. So the one that has advantage in this life is the one that knows that yes, I am flesh yet i don't operate 
as flesh. Yes, I am a human being with flesh and blood running through me, yet I don't operate as a human being with blood running through him. I operate as spirit. Tell somebody, I operate as spirit. Hallelujah. So to operate as spirit, we must understand the transmissions of the spirit. So the Bible says in the book of 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 3, it says that according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. So all things. I've told you in the realm of the spirit, we come into the realm of all things. Amen. So there is nothing insufficient in the realm of the spirit. When you come into the realm of the spirit, everything is available. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertains to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and to what? Virtue. And I told you that the transmissions of the spirit has to do with one. The the what? The transfer of the virtue. Hallelujah. Virtues. And then, number two, the translations or the travelings in the dimensions of the glory. Are we together? So when we come into the place of transmissions, we are one, dealing with virtues, which we talked about last week. To receive and to release virtue, divine virtue. Are we together? To what? Receive. So that as I am speaking, there are releases. So if you understand things of the spirit, you can be sitting there and yet you are receiving. Am I communicating? Hallelujah. Praise God. That is the only way you can be in a meeting and then be blessed because you understand how to receive. We don't only receive. Please let your attention be here, okay? Just expect that there are children amongst us. So when you hear any sound, don't mind. You don't have to tend to everything. Hallelujah. So just look at me. When you know how to receive, you are, you operate in a place where you never lack. Because as far as God is concerned and as far as the realm of the spirit is concerned, there is always a provision for any lack. Anytime, listen, anytime lack prevails in a place or in the life of a person, that person does not understand the protocols to receiving the provisions. Because, you know, we understand that we are living in a, a balanced world, isn't it? The universe is balanced. So that means that anywhere there is a negative, there must be equal number of positive. Those of us who did a bit of science, I hope you understand it. Other than that, there will be chaos in the world. Are we together? Hallelujah. So whenever there is a negative, if there is negative five, there should be positive five. There can't be positive four. For us to have a balance. So what it means is that anytime there is something I don't have, that thing is provided for in another place or in another dimension so that there can be balance. The only thing is that I am located in the place of the lack. So I must learn how to connect to the place of the supply. Praise God. Hallelujah. So you must understand how to receive and how to release virtues. If you were not here last week, make sure you get the message. 
I don't know when it will be ready, but follow up on Rema Drive. As soon as it's uploaded, you will be notified. Hallelujah. So today I want to talk about translation. Tell somebody translation. And I'm going to be, do, I'm going to be very quick on that one. Translation. Translation. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 to 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. But as it is written. <laughs> Hallelujah. As it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. The verse 10. But God. But what? But God. Say, some, say with me, but God. But God has revealed them to us by his spirit. But God has revealed them to us by his spirit. And this is the most important thing. Says that for the spirit, look at the well. For the spirit searches. The spirit does what? The spirit searches all things. The spirit searches all things. Yea, the deep things of God. I told you that in the realm of the spirit, time happens in moments. Movements happens in dimensions. How many of us remember that? Amen. The spirit searches. The word searches means to investigate by moving from one dimension to another. To interact with the different faces of a matter at the same time. The spirit moves from one dimension to another. The spirit moves through all the dimensions that exist in God. The spirit searches all things. Yea, the deep things of God. The spirit moves through everything. The Bible says, look, in God there are ways. It says that his ways in him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you, are you following? I'm talking about translation. So, when I say anything, you think this one, Pastor, Papa should go deeper. I may not. I'm just doing introduction. Hallelujah. I'm setting a tone in your spirit. Glory to God. Since the spirit moves from one dimension to another, even the deeper dimensions of God. So, the spirit component of your being is a moving entity. Moves. Hallelujah. Are we together? Moves. That is why the Bible uses the Greek word pneuma for the spirit. Wind. To express movement. So movement is a feature of your spirit. Are you following me? Movement is a what? It's a feature of your spirit. Glory to God. Movement is a feature of your spirit. As a matter of fact, you are dead when your spirit leaves you. Are we together? And when your spirit leaves you, the physical, compo uh, the, the physical proof that the spirit has left you is the breathing. That stops. But the breathing is actually... <laughs> can I shock you? You know, let's look at car. The air that comes from your nostrils and enters 
No, if you, if, you are, if you are looking at car, it is like thermodynamics. How many of us remember our chemistry? Or physics? Don't worry. Hallelujah. The Lord be with you. You have to go to a good school. <laughs> if you give better, your boy doesn't go to GSTS. Or your child doesn't go to tech. <laughs> Do you have a purpose in this life at all? <laughs> Hallelujah. So, so here we go. So, so, um, okay, so let's look at, let's look at, let's look at generator. We have generator outside there. If you don't understand where you go, when you finish, Father Titus will own it and then explain it to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. So let's look at this generator. We put in the fuel. The generator is actually a system. Okay? It's a system which has been put together. It's a combustion system. So we put in the fuel and then we ignite it or we on it, what you call here, yeah, you on it. You turn on the ignition and then it begins to work. All right? Now, when it is working, we all don't see what is happening inside. Isn't it? We don't see what is what? Happening inside. What we see is the result of the working, which we don't see. And that is the production of electricity. Are we, are we getting the thing? The production of what? Electricity. When the spirit is in the person, a lot of things are going on we don't see. The byproduct of the operation of the spirit in the body is the breathing. Is the what? Is the breathing. But then the real thing happening, we don't want see. The nature of the spirit is for movement. The spirit is moving. Amen. The spirit is what? It's moving. When it stops moving, it is like car. When it stops moving, the exhaust will stop with, uh, producing what? Fumes. When it stops moving, when you turn it off, no fumes will come again. When the spirit stops moving in a person, the breath will stop. Because the breath is the proof of a moving entity. It is a proof of an activity. So breathing is not a proof that you are alive. It is the movement that proves that you are alive. Your spirit. That's why the Bible says that the spirit of man sustains the infirmity of his body. So as long as the spirit is there, oh, my God, hallelujah. So he said that the spirit searches, the spirit moves all things. I told you in the realm of the spirit, we deal with dimensions. Locations in the realm of the spirit is what? Dimensional. So the spirit moves location to location, even the deepest locations in God. And that is the foundation of movement, traveling in the spirit, because the spirit that is in you. It's a moving spirit. Glory to God. Ah, you didn't get it. That is why Jesus will say, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. The guy understood. said, they speak a word. And I know that when you speak, and that because that word is spirit, it will travel. It will go wherever it has to go. Am I communicating? I'm just building some foundations for you. 
So he says that his word, which he sends into the earth, it shall not return to him void. In other words, when he speaks, his spirit gets into movement. Hallelujah. So there is movement in your spirit. We are, I'm talking about things that, things that uh, because of the excessiveness of carnality, we have, we have come to think that we don't need it. But listen, God told me something. Any natural desire is a proof of the loss of a supernatural provision. Shall I take it again? Any natural desire is a proof of a loss of a spiritual provision. So when you lose the spiritual provision of movement, you have a natural desire to be fast. How many of us have sometimes we have so much yet we can do very little because of the time we have. And there is this intense desire to want to speed up everything we do. Well, if you are traveling, we wish we could do it in two hours. We wish we could get to the north in three hours. Hallelujah. Some of us have to travel for two days just to arrive somewhere. And we wish we could do it in five. We wish we could do it in six. That desire is there because your spirit is already boxed. Your spirit is not having. That desire is embedded in your spirit. So the things that your spirit wishes to do and can do, they register in your heart as a desire. Hallelujah. They do what? They register in your heart as a desire. My God. So the desire to prosper is because there is a supernatural provision for prosperity which you are not fully harnessing. So that spiritual positioning is registered in your heart as a desire. Am I communicating? So imagine the same way the desire to be fast, the desire for speed is because there is a spiritual provision for movement in the realm of the spirit after the order of the spirit. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I pray for you that after today, may the Lord begin to open up possibilities in your spirit. Possibilities of supernatural translations where you will begin to experience God in ways that you have not. I'm talking to you to be able to open up your spirit. Because there is a dimension of the spirit we are yet to taste. We have become so carnal and so used to carnality that it looks like that is what God wants for us. But there is more. Tell somebody there is more to God. Hallelujah. There are many, many, many biblical uh, uh, um, instances of translation I'm going to take. So you're going to read a lot of scriptures continuously. I'm going to give you about 10 to 12, 13 instances of um, translation in the spirit. All of them from the Bible. Hallelujah. Are we together? So translation is not magic. <laughs> it is not a preserve of some fetish priest. Are we together? Hallelujah. I am sure everybody, everybody has seen somebody translate before or has heard. It, and, but most of the time, the ones we hear, they are either some fetish priest or some uh, chief somewhere or some juju man somewhere and because of that disposition we end up writing it off as a possible experience of the new creation amen are we together how many of us want to walk in that dimension with god 
Let me give you some simple uh, manifestations of translations, just so it does not look so spiritual and so far-fetched to you. you see, one of the very simplest uh, um, manifestations of translation is, is, is the fact that you are sitting here, and let's say you just remember that, ah, you turned your tap on, and there was no water, but you forgot to tap, uh, turn it off. How many of us have experienced that? We have experienced it a lot of times. Not from our end, from where the other people use. I won't mention anybody's name. Today is a good day. Hallelujah. And then you just remember that ah, you, you forgot to turn the tap off. And then maybe the tap is now flowing. And you know by the time you get to your house, with words soaked. And where you are, you can't do anything about it. You see how we become so incapacitated in such an instance. We wish we could do something. Hallelujah. We wish we could do, a, do something. So that is an example. That God can, you can walk with God so closely that in such an instance, you can, yes, you are in church or you are at work or you are in school or probably you are in a bus traveling. <laughs> that one is even worse. That means your tap will flow for this. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm, talk, I'm not talking about, I'm, I, want, I want to be very real. So these are instances. If you, have, if you have a certain depth with God, you can cause that tap in your house to be turned off, even in your physical absence. Because your spirit has the ability to go back to the house. You can call it miracle, but it is the supernatural lifestyle of the new creation. Just that we have become so used to the carnality that we are exposed to that some of these things have been branded impossible. Hallelujah. We have become so used to carnality. See, carnality is not just sin. Carnality is a way of life that creates uh, convenience over a period of time for you. Convenience. The life of convenience. Your, your faith is not under pressure. Hallelujah. Are we together? That is one, one, one issue of translation. How many of us would like to experience that? My God. Hallelujah. Amen. That is one very typical example. Very, very odd. Typical example. Very typical. So let's read some of the, some of the biblical instances of translation. Let's first one. First Kings chapter 18, verse 11 to 12. We are going to run through. I'll pick a couple of them. First Kings chapter 18, verse 11 to 12. So we see that in the life of the prophet, prophet Elijah, the Bible says that, uh, and now thou sayest, go, tell thy Lord, behold, Elijah is here. So Elijah was speaking to one of the servants that go and tell uh, Ahab that Elijah has come to town. He is here. Amen. And then look at what the servant said. said and it shall come to pass, as soon as I am gone from thee, that the spirit of the Lord shall carry thee whether I know not. Amen. Are you seeing it? I know that as soon as I live here, the spirit of God will come and do what? Carry you to a place I don't know. And so when I come and tell Ahab and he cannot find you, he will slay me. But I, thy servant, fear the Lord from my youth. So Elijah was noted to be translating from one place to another. And if Elijah can do it, 
then you also can do it. Because the same spirit that was upon Elijah, the same spirit is upon you. Hallelujah. How many of us believe that? Amen. I don't want you to write off any supernatural provision of God. Because your life is so limited, the only way you can experience God is to open up your life, break that limit, and enter into supernatural dimensions with God. Are we together? Hallelujah. Amen. Some of you, some of you, some of you can travel two days just to go and sign a document. <laughs> and I know you are not even thinking of what is the possibility of having that document signed, even though I'm still here, because you are so used to doing that. Amen. Because you are all, you are so used. So we, we spend a lot of time and a lot of energy to do the very little things. Because we don't desire the supernatural. We don't desire the kind of life that tangibly expresses God and manifests the power of God. That is why the power of God has been related, has been, has been relegated to people falling down. Receive it, papa. And the people will fall in that crying, shouting, lifting their leg left and right. When they go back, then they go and live their normal life. Tell somebody, I won't live a normal life again. The way you are saying the thing. You are a suspect. Tell the person, I won't live a normal life again. We are a supernatural church. Hallelujah. We must experience the power of God on the daily basis. We must walk. We, we, don't have to, we don't have to come to a meeting before we see God working. We must live in the supernatural. Live what? In this, and it is, it is something you must keep working on yourself. Keep working. Keep working. I have always worked. I have always believed. I tell people that there, there is no use of a prophetic ministry when after prophesying and mention everybody's name, even you, the prophet, you are also living a very confused life and it's as if God doesn't speak. You can't even make the right choice with a relationship. You can't make the right choice. You that are, you are speaking to people, mentioning their names. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, I am a supernatural being. Don't forget, any physical desire is a proof of the loss, disconnection from a spiritual provision. You must harness it. Let me give you a typical example. Just this morning, if, if, if not that I am harnessing my ability to Think and know supernaturally. I'm not waiting for ministration. Ministration is easy. When the anointing comes, we can say a lot of things. But I am more concerned with my daily, morning to evening, when there is no prayer going on, when there is no worship going on, when there is, when Minister Chu is not here to be giving C-sharp and F-flats, uh, whatever. How can I hear the Spirit? Hallelujah. And I am intentional. You see, the realm of the spirit is so vast. You must learn how to live in the spirit. Paul said it. As you have received the spirit, so what? Walk in the world. In the spirit. Learn to live a supernatural life. Hallelujah. Learn to do what? Learn to live a supernatural life. Like for example, yesterday, I, there, there's, what do you call last two days, I was there and then, a thought came about a statement one of us made. It came. 
And as I am learning to live in the spirit and understanding, the spirit searches, moves. I know that my spirit might be somewhere else and pick that thing again and brought it to me. So I decided to dwell on it. And the more I dwelt on it, the more I knew about the matter. Yesterday we were in the car and I was asking her some few questions and she was confirming a lot of things. We have not had any conversation. I get it. This is not ministration. This is learning to assess information on the daily so that the choices and the decisions you make become superior and more quality. Are we, are we together? This morning we woke up. In fact, I, I'm sure by this time I would not have been in church. Woke up, I was just preparing. In fact, one of the reasons why today I have the shortest, I have only four notes. I was just preparing, 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 and then boom, instantly, a sense of the Spirit came to me. And then I just went out. And we are coming to church. So imagine by 8 o'clock, you, are, you now go and see flat tire. And the guys don't come to work Sunday morning. I'm sure by now, you'll be, you'll be praying. You'll be praying, thinking that, oh, why are we praying today? God has, God has not come. Pastor hasn't come. <laughs> Amen. So I, know I, I drove the car to the, the, what do you call it, the organizer, whoever, and called the normal on the, the what do you call it? The shop. And the guy stays somewhere at Shama. I said, come, come, come. God, God made me aware of this one early. If you, if you turn the thing against me, you are a demon. I said, come, pick motor and quickly come. Even that one, I got here around 8.50 something. So imagine. So then, we would have come out around 8 o'clock only to see that one. And this guy is nowhere to be found. And Mama D and all these people are waiting for me, looking at me. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I would wish I had known this earlier. But that desire would only come to confirm that I could not connect to the spiritual provision of advanced knowledge. And this one, there was no opening prayer before you say, ah, I feel the, I feel the presence of the Spirit. Speak the Lord, or speak Lord, your servant. There was no opening prayer, there was no worship, nothing. That is what I mean by learning to live supernaturally. Hallelujah. That you are in the workplace, 12 o'clock, everybody is going to learn that doesn't mean you should be sent. There should be a time when the spirit will prompt you, don't leave your desk now. And you sit there. Am I communicating? The spirit searches. The spirit does what? The spirit does what? And that is an example of um, translation. I was sitting, but then it, it, it's like my spirit has already gone out of the room to see what is outside. Amen. So I'm not talking about something that is so weird. I'm not talking like, you know, maybe you are, I'm telling you, you are, some of you are imagining some comfort who is just, and then he will 
vanish and then it will appear there. <laughs> That's not what we are talking about. We are talking about something that makes life easy, that makes life quality, that makes life superior. Glory to God. Receive grace in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 20 says. 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 20 says. He says, And he said to them, Went not my heart. This is Elisha. Went not my heart with thee when the man turned again. Ah. So Elisha was somewhere in the house. Hallelujah. The word heart is also the word spirit. It says, Went not my spirit with thee. It is not, you know, it's not, it's not that consciousness that oh, the spirit of the person is, is with me. No, no, no. He was conscious. His spirit with, uh, with Gehazi in a different location had consciousness that he could observe. This went not my heart with thee when the man turned again. Ah, this is not vision. He said that my spirit went with you. When you came to tell me that, oh, uh, Papa, I'm just checking something. I'm checking something right now. I'm checking something now. Come back in less than 10 minutes. I'm checking. Said My spirit went with you. Yet I was physically in the house. But my spirit went with you. And I observed everything. When I saw the man turn his chariots to meet you. Is it a time to receive money and to receive garments and olive yards and vineyards and sheep and oxen and men servants and maidservants? When not my heart with thee. That is another classic example of translation. We can move in the spirit. Praise God. How many of us believe that we are spirits? We are spirit beings. And your spirit has movement. You can be here and still have an effect. <laughs> Glory to God. Let me give you, let me give another example. Last, when was I? I was asking you when we did the covenant night of long life. Yeah. As we were minute, last minutes, we were closing. We were just closing. And I came to stand here in front of um, Ivy and the husband, right here. And then I made a statement that I, I, it's not part of, in fact, we are closed. I just made a statement about sickle cell. As soon as we close, says, man of God, I want to call you. I said, okay, call me tomorrow. And then he told me about a case at home concerning sickle cell. I invited the person. And this, the same time around that period in, in the evening, the same time I was talking that matter, that same time they were handling that matter, went not my spirit. Are we communicating? You must live in a certain consciousness. Spirituality is not a way of walking. Where you walk, bless you, hallelujah. How are you doing? Yeah. It's not a way of walking where uh, you take three steps per minute. <laughs> Three steps per minute. Yeah. So, Papa, praise the Lord. Say, Shalom. Spirituality is not a tone of language. It is a way of life. It is a superior life. Hallelujah. It is a consciousness that my spirit searches. My spirit carries ability to move. My spirit cannot be limited by geographic barriers. 
Glory to God. It says, went not my heart with thee. A lot of examples. This is number two. Let's look at number three. Second Kings chapter 6, verse 12. Second Kings. This is Elisha. Elisha. So in one instance, his spirit goes with Gehazi and he's observing everything Gehazi is doing. Imagine some of you very soon. When you are going somewhere and you call and you lie, oh, Baba, I, I'm, I'm just coming right now and my spirit will go with you. <laughs> my spirit will go with you. <laughs> as soon as you finish what you are doing, my call will come. Hey, how are you? Are you done? Say, Baba, what are you talking about? Say, went not my spirit with you. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> so this is Elisha. He says, and one of the servants of the king. So they had a, a particular issue of remote spying. The king thought there was a spy. Who was, we discussed things in the chamber, in the bedroom, closed door meeting without, uh, what do you call it, press. It's not press release or press conference. This one is closed door. And by the time we come out, that thing is outside. This is not like social media where somebody would take a snapshot of the memo and then send it to somebody. Nobody enters with phone, nothing. And then one servant said, none, my lord, O king. How did the servant even know? So there are certain things, it tells you that there was a history, there was a record people have known. And based on that record, they could suggest or suspect. The servant said, there is one guy, Elisha, the prophet that is in Israel. He says what? The prophet that is in what? Israel. He is the one that tells the king of Israel the words, not the things, the words. There is a certain degree of accuracy, specificity. He says, he tells the king of Israel the words. Even the, he does not paraphrase the way you said it. Reported speech. Apostle Francis will be right back. We hope you're enjoying this message. We would love to have you fellowship with us. You can locate us at the Shalom Motors Junction, Leshebi, of the Ashaiman Lungwa Highway for our Sunday Glory Celebration Service at 8 a.m. and our Prayer Line Service at 5.30 p.m. Welcome back to the message. <laughs> Hallelujah. And he was very, very particular. He said, that guy, he is in Israel. You, you are doing your meeting in your bedchamber. Translation. <laughs> he tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedchamber. Glory to God. May God bring you to that dimension. Praise God. May God bring you to that dimension. Let's go to Ezekiel. The prophet Ezekiel also has a testimony. In Ezekiel chapter 3 verse 14 to 15. Hey, it's left with my six minutes already. Please. I didn't say it intentionally. <laughs> Hallelujah. But are you enjoying the example? I want you to see. I want you to, to open up a, 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 a place in your heart 
to understand that this is a possibility. This is a, a, a something, a provision of the supernatural that God has granted you and me. We can live in that dimension. We can go beyond the limitation of, of geography. Hallelujah. Are you with me here? Ezekiel said, so the spirit lifted me up and he took me away. And I went in bitterness in the heat of my spirit, but the hand of the Lord was strong upon me. So you read this point and you think that it is spiritual. But he said in the verse 15, then I came to them of the captivity of Tel Aviv that dwelt by the river of Sheba and I sat where they sat. Then you know that this is physical. Hallelujah. The spirit came, picked him up, and then translated him to a far location. <laughs> and when he got there, the Bible says that, and he remained there astonished among them seven days. So you know that this is not spiritual. Nobody will be in a vision and a spirit is in a place for seven days. That means he's dead now. By the time he comes back, they would have buried him. Physical. God picked him. And translated him to another place. And he dwelt there seven days. That is supernatural transportation. May God give you supernatural transportation. Some of you, you have become experts in checking. Checking. <laughs> Legabens. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. With your legabens. And then you'll be checking. Checking, traversing the earth. The earth knows you. You know the earth. <laughs> Praise the Lord. There is a provision in God. Huh. My goodness. I want your faith to soar. I want your faith to increase. Okay, so let's go to the New Testament and see something. John chapter 6, verse 21. We read this the last two weeks. Very powerful scripture. When the people, the disciples took the lead in their ship, they took the lead. And they didn't even care how Jesus will come. Like I told you, most of the time, some of these actions are predicated on history. Amen. They took the lead. And the Bible said that as Jesus began to walk on the water, preceded by the wind. So he was walking on the wind. And the wind registered its presence to the disciples and they were afraid. And when Jesus came inside, he says, do not be afraid, it is me. It is the usual me. Hallelujah. The Bible said, that, and then they willingly received him into the ship. And immediately, the ship was at the land. Whether they were immediately. As soon as Jesus entered, he translated with all of them to the land. Glory to God. This one was without people witnessing. John came. And he came to tell the story. Immediately, the Bible is, you see, translation is inten intentional. Says, and immediately, immediately, immediately. You think that was the first time? Look at John chapter 20, verse 26. John 20, verse 26. Jesus. Kaya gada 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 gada. lavanda brandosha. Your spirit is energized in the name of Jesus. Your spirit is energized in the name of Jesus. 
John chapter 20, verse 20 says, it says, and after eight days, again, his disciples were within. They were inside and Thomas with them. So you see that if John is telling the story and he places emphasis on Thomas, he is trying to tell you that if you don't believe, ask Thomas. <laughs> Hallelujah. He didn't mention anybody's name. He says, and Thomas was there. So I'm telling you this thing, if you don't believe, and you know who Thomas is, Thomas will give you details with graphs. He will not exaggerate. Hallelujah. He says, and Thomas was with them. Then came Jesus. And he's specific. The doors being shut. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then came Jesus. The doors being shut. If you don't believe Thomas was there. The doubter. If you don't believe, you have a senior colleague who can convince you that this matter is true. Glory to God. You have a senior colleague who can convince you. Jesus stood in the midst and said, peace be unto you. Peace be unto all, unto you. You will say, oh, maybe this one, Jesus had resurrected from the dead. So he was, he, he had the supernatural body. He didn't have the organic body. Luke chapter 4, verse 28 to 30. I'm giving you convincing proofs of divine translations in scripture. Are you following me? They are what? In scripture. Don't let anybody rob you of your supernatural heritage. There is so much limitation living a normal life. Glory to God. There is so much what? Limitation. One day some of you want to travel and then from your home to the airport is about two hours journey and somehow you are late. That is when you will know that the translations of the spirits are there to give you advantage in this life. Hallelujah. And you can see something, you can see it on the map. All the routes you can take are all red. Red, red. But you enter car, somehow you make the journey in 40 minutes. And you can't explain. You, you, you now, you could see you were in traffic. But by the time you got to airport, it was 40 minutes. Gone. Say, hey, how? Supernatural translations. Hallelujah. It is a possibility in the spirit for you and I. Are we together? We have a heritage with God. We are children of the Most High. Don't operate just like a mere person. You are not of this earth. Tell somebody you are not of this earth. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus, he went to preach in the synagogue. A revelation that did not sit well with the people. And they began to Fighting, they were after him. Bible says, and all day in the synagogue, hey, that, I will, hey, you see, this kind of program is here also. Imagine you do program after preaching, all the members are after you, they won't beat you. <laughs> all the people who came for the program, ah, <laughs> it's interesting, you know. Praise God. This is a filled synagogue. Imagine maybe a thousand seater synagogue. 
And after Jesus finished preaching, all day in the synagogue, when they heard these things, they were filled with wrath. Hey, what program is this? <laughs> Hallelujah. They were filled with wrath. 29, verse 29. says, and they rose up and they threw him out of the city. I want you to think about this. They threw him out, not out of the church, out of the city. So that means that this thing took time. Between the synagogue and the very boundary of the city, it took time. Only God knows what they were doing to him on the road. Some will be <laughs> pianetical. <laughs> oh, small boy. Carpenter, Nancy, I was 30 minutes here. Two no one. What do you Pushing him. They threw him out of the city and led him onto the brow of a hill whereof the city was built that they might cast him down headlong. They took him to the very cliff, to the very edge of a hill to throw him. What kind of church members are these? Church members that beat their pastor. <laughs> and then this our social media attack is better. Jesus is church members. <laughs> To beat him. And Jesus said, like Jack, the way that thing is going, I must do something quick. These people cannot cast short my ministry. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So look at what some Jesus did in the verse 13. He said, But he, look at it well. This is somebody. This is Jesus as a human being. I want you to get this thing well. I am talking about one of the most either forbidden or the least desired supernatural phenomenon. Because, not because it doesn't work, but because of our over-reliance on carnal and ordinary means of life. So Jesus as a human being, from the temple to the very edge of the uh, hill on which the city was built. They were pushing him, doing all manner of things. Just when he saw that, hey, Charlie, where we have reached? If I don't charge, <laughs> tell somebody I have to charge. Say, if I don't charge, these people, they will kill me before my time. Then he switched into a higher reality. This Jesus, he passing through the midst of them. He, passing. Are you, are you reading what I am reading? Jesus, passing through the midst of them. These are people who dragged him from the temple, from the synagogue, to the very edge of the city. Now the same person is able to pass through all of them. That tells you the two instances are different realities. He, passing through the midst of them, he went his way. Hallelujah. He what? He went his way. Maybe they are coming to beat him. Jesus, they, they say, ah, I don't know how The next moment, shoom, he is here. The next moment, shoom, he is there. The next moment, shoom, he is there. Now they ask, ah, where did he pass? These are people who have successfully carried this man from the synagogue to the edge of the city. But at that particular moment, when Jesus sent his head, Jack, I did not feed you. I see you feel name. 
<laughs> we are, this one, we are, not, we are not fighting against flesh and blood. This one has gone beyond flesh. You must enter another. There are certain things when you are dealing with, you must understand where the effort and the ability of the flesh ends. And switch into the spirit. Tell somebody, switch into the spirit. Hallelujah. Switch into the spirit. <laughs> Let's look at Acts, the book of Acts. Acts. It is not only Jesus. Philip, Acts chapter 8, verse 38 to 40. When I'm done with the examples, then I'll finish. In fact, I won't continue this one again. Hallelujah. These ones are enough to stir up faith that you can also be able to walk in this dimension of God. Hallelujah. Does somebody, I can walk in this dimension of God. In the book of Acts chapter 8, verse 38 to 40, it says, and he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they were come out of the water, this is Philip, after baptismal service, when they were come out of the water, the Bible said, the spirit of the Lord caught away Philip. Ooh. So you think it was only Jesus. The spirit of the Lord caught Philip away so that the eunuch saw him no more and he went on his way rejoicing. Hallelujah. Let's go to the verse 14. But Philip was found... <laughs> Hallelujah. He didn't go. He was found. We are looking for him. Ah, Philip, by you. They found him in Azotus. The spirit of God caught away Philip. And they found him at Azotus. And passing through, he preached in all the cities till he came to. So you see two dimensions. One, he is caught up and he is found in a place. And then after he is found in that place, he now does proper journey. We are not just talking, we are not just saying that now that your new life is that, hey, God, as I wake up this morning, translate me to my workplace in the name of Jesus. <laughs> right now, supernatural Uber. <laughs> and then you appear at the bathroom. They come and say, ah, how did you, how did you see you coming? Yes, you have now found me. <laughs> so, so he, he's talking about, so there is, there, I don't want to go deep, deeper, but you are seeing a life which is mixed up. And most of the time, it has to do with the necessary interventions that God realizes that you need at a certain time when the effort of your flesh has ended. Hallelujah. When the effort of your flesh has what? Has ended. I believe, I am sure, I'm sure God wanted to disconnect Philip's uh, 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 reliance on human means. Because prior to this one, um, God said to Philip to join the chariot of the eunuch. And the chariot is talking about human effort, human help, assistance. Now that you are done with your assignments, God cast him away from that assistance. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Let's look at another one. Glory to Jesus. Let me look at another one. Let's look at Acts. Acts chapter 12. From the verse 6 to 11. Let's read Peter. Peter 2. So two more. Peter. Peter. After that, we will end with Paul. Because Paul now begins as an apostle. He now begins to give us hints 
on how these things work. He begins to give us hints. So that is where I am actually about starting the technology of the Spirit next year. Amen. <laughs> because all the ones we have been reading, they only tell us what is happening, but they don't tell us how it happens. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You will be blessed. In fact, you are blessed. Hallelujah. You are elevated in a, a higher class in the spirit. You know, there are levels in the spirit. Wherever you have been, which makes living a certain kind of life difficult, God is lifting you to a higher level. And you will begin to experience certain victories from today in Jesus' name. You will begin to experience certain abilities in the name of Jesus Christ. You will not be limited anymore from today in the name of Jesus Christ. Because there is a provision for every human need in the spirit. It depends on what dimension you are operating in to assess that provision. I pray for you after today, after this meeting. May the Lord elevate you to a dimension where you are able to assess the provisions of the supernatural. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So we look at Acts chapter 12. Starting from the verse 6. We know this story when Herod had, had caught Peter. And Peter was in prison. Follow it very well. Hallelujah. And when Herod would have brought him forth. The same night. So the night before. That's why. So it's the same like Jesus' story. They pushed him, pushed him all through. I don't know how many kilometers. To the edge of the city. And then just when his human strength was finished, an intervention came. May God bring you a supernatural intervention at the point when your human strength has ended. In the name of Jesus Christ. Sometimes you are supposed to meet a certain deadline. And you have done everything. You have picked uh, dropping. You, have, you are trying. Sometimes there is traffic. You are trying to use the, the, the shoulder of the road. Unfortunately, a, then you will meet a policeman. But may God translate your spirit. May there be a secretary who will see you having arrived, even though you are still caught up on the road. That is supernatural translation I am talking about. You can't limit yourself by physical issues anymore. Because God gives you provisions beyond where your flesh ends. Hallelujah. Just when the time is about, you will open the door. You will come. So, hello, good afternoon. I'm here to sign for this document, and then this, this, this. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You are, you are, oh, you are uh, Miss Ada. Okay, sign here, sign here, sign here, sign here. Meanwhile, Miss Ada is on the motorway. Ashama, yeah, Ashama, Ashama. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are we, are, we, are, we, are we together? Am I communicating? If you can believe God, those limitations will never have a hold on you again. You see, when Herod would have brought him forth. The same night, Peter was sleeping between two. So I'm sure by this time, he has already asked for his will to be done because he knew that he was going. He has already told, no, he was the bishop of the church. He has already told them how they should arrange his, his funeral service. Who will preach? Amen. Who will not preach? He has already given instructions on people that, that didn't do well, who did not treat him. These people, don't, don't let them come to my funeral. <laughs> Hallelujah. So he was sleeping. I said, Charlie, maybe this will, this will be my last, my last physical sleep. Let me sleep in peace. 
because tomorrow I go to meet my dead. Bible said that he was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains and the keepers before the door kept the prison. Let's continue. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him and a light shined in the prison and he smote Peter on the side and raised him up saying, arise up quickly and his chains fell off from his hands. Ah, yeah. And the angel, listen, and the angel said to him, get yourself, dress up, and bind on thy sandals. And so he did. And he said to him, cast thy garment about thee, and follow me. And he went out. Follow this one very well. Follow this one. Are you with me here? Says, and he went out and he followed him and he wished not that it was true which was done by the angel. He wished not. He did not know. He thought he was dreaming. There is no record. I remember Sunday school, they told us that they go to the first door and then it opened. There is no record of doors opening. There is only one door that opened by its accord. Every other door they passed through. Hallelujah. Sunday school. <laughs> Amen. Am I communicating to somebody? And he went out and followed him and wished not that which that it was true, which was done by the angel, but he thought he saw a vision. When they were past the first and the second ward, they went past it. <laughs> it didn't say they opened, they went past it. My goodness. Da, 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 da. Hallelujah. Supernatural translation. Nobody can kidnap you for free. By the time they put you and lock you, they say we are going, we will come back. They will come back to meet an empty room. There is a possibility. You see, that is the thing. We have never, we have not thought that God can do certain things. Hmm. We have not thought. Hallelujah. We have not thought. You are a young lady, you go and visit a friend, and then he locks the door. He wants to rape you. It's like, ah, da, da, da. He begins to speak in tongues. By the time he removes his dress, you are gone. Say, hey, ghosts, ghosts. <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> Don't lie there and be desecrated. Am I communicating? The daughter's here. You must be a supernatural being. Supernatural. Don't, don't settle for normal life. Normal life is boring. Tell somebody, normal life is boring. Life is boring. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They just went past the first and the second and they came to the iron gate. When I'm talking about this things again, I will explain. Iron. F-E. Ferrometal. Iron. That's the, the compound... <laughs> the, the, the place of iron, its combination, and then its interaction with spirits. Do spiritual juju here. <laughs> when they got to the iron gate that leadeth unto the city, it, that is where that iron gate now opened by itself. <laughs> and they went out. And they passed on through one street. And forthwith the angel departed from him. Hmm. 
Yeah. Let's go on to the next one. The angel did what departed from him. And next verse. And when Peter was come to himself. <laughs> Hallelujah. When he was what? Come to himself. He said, now I know for sure that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me out of the hand of error and from all the expectation of the Jews. Hallelujah. My goodness. Now let's come to Paul. Let's end with Paul. Let's end with Paul. Paul. Paul also has his share of these supernatural experiences. Paul says to the church in Colossians, in Colossians chapter 2, verse 5. Colossians chapter 2, verse 5. Are you, are, are you enjoying the message? You, you wish I can continue? Amen. How many of us want to be translating from today? My God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Imagine you are going to do something. You are going to speak to somebody and then you lose your phone and you wonder how you can speak to the person. Then you know that you can translate. That person will receive the call and you will speak to the person yet you don't have a phone. Hallelujah. My God. There is so much in God. Don't, don't, don't trivialize your Christianity. The, the way you have been doing Christianity, eh, it's not attractive at all. Ask somebody, so you, you, you carry power. Ask the person. Tell the person, because I know they see anything. another person you cried you carry power <laughs> so let's see now you're not asking okay i'm asking you myself you cry you cry because i don't see i don't see anything what they go on cry uh, you, <laughs> you cry you anointed do you have anointing i don't see i foresee something yeah hallelujah I want to challenge you. Believe God for something. Amen. Amen. Believe God for something. There is, there, is, there is room in the spirit for you. The Bible says, in my father's house are many mansions. There is room in the spirit for you to, to invade, to occupy. To do what? To occupy. Don't be just the way Paul said. For though... <laughs> See, when you are reading the scripture, you're not reading graphic. Open your spirit. It says, even though he is very specific, I am absent in the flesh. Hmm. Even though I am absent in the flesh, yet I am with you in the spirit. He wasn't just encouraging them. He says that I am doing what? Join and beholding your order. I am watching everything going on. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, my God. You know, even though I am not in your house, I am there in the spirit, watching everything. My spirit watches over you. My God. Hallelujah. Even though, he said, Papa, I'm traveling. I'm not going with you in the flesh. But my spirit is going with you. When you branch, I'm watching you. 
But you say, meet me here. We will all go together. I'm watching you. Kadaya, kadaya. Man of God. Says that though I am absent in the flesh, yet I am with you in the spirit, drawing and beholding your order and the steadfastness. So Paul is so specific, the things he is watching. And he says, all of these things, I am watching them in the spirit. My goodness. Now let's see how Paul is talking about this thing. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, Paul. Paul now begins to teach us. I'll, I think I'll, I'll read this one and I'll end here. Amen. I'll just mention and I'll end here. The next year, continue. You see what? The Thomas, they are, they are doubting. I'll just read this one and I'll just mention. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Second Corinthians, it is not expedient for me, doubtless, to glory. You see, when you listen to Paul is talk, Paul talking, Paul is saying something. It is not necessary. There are things we see and we know. It's not necessary for me to heal myself. Because this thing we are talking about, we understand it. Hallelujah. Since I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. Not revelation. John had only one. The revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ is that only one. The book of Revelation is the revelation singular of the Lord Jesus. Paul said, don't worry, I have revelations of the Lord. <laughs> My God. One of the people you have to meet one of these days is Paul. Abraham, God is with you. Hallelujah. Paul says, I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. <laughs> Listen, I wish I would get, I wish, but no, no, I have to change that thing. I have to change it. But the way I'm, some of you, the way you are looking at me, I feel like, listen, it's like you don't understand what I'm trying to talk about. Are, are you digging that thing? You are digging it. What, what's your name? Solo. Ha, huh. Apostle Solo. Let me preach to you. Paul says, I will come right now. Let me just tell you some few things. But right now, I'm not going to touch, but later I will come visions and revelations of the Lord. Visions and revelations. I will come there. But until then, let me tell you something. And it goes to the verse 2. This is now Paul is beginning to open things. I like Paul. I like Paul. One day we will do program and invite Paul. Guest speaker. Paul said, I knew a man in Christ about 14 years ago. So what he's telling them is history. 14 years ago, an encounter he had. He says, I knew a man in Christ about 14 years ago. Now, this is where the thing begins to get interesting. Say translation. Whether in the body, I cannot tell. Whether in the body I cannot tell, or whether out of the body I cannot tell. So, Paul is trying to tell us that the matters of translation 
have two pathways. Translation in the body. Translation out of the body. Are you following me? Vinulia? You have to understand what I'm saying, you know. <laughs> you see, some things must happen for you to see the need for certain supernatural interventions. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Whether in the body, I cannot tell. Whether out of the body, I cannot tell. God know it. But I am sure of this. This is a person who is caught up. Who is that one? Who is caught up? Translation. And he says that the translation, the mechanism of translation is a catching up. We read it. And the spirit caught Philip. And the spirit this. A catching up. The Greek word is hapazo. What they have taught you and they call rapture. I said I will end here. Glory to God. I knew a man in Christ about 14 years ago. Whether in the body, I can't tell. Or outside the body, I can't tell. You can go to Google. Don't read much. But they have something they call OBE. Out of body experiences. A lot of times, nurses see those things. When people are about to die, out of body. See, supernatural phenomenon. You are, you are, tell someone, I'm a supernatural being. Oh, glory to God. It is whether in the body or outside the body, I cannot tell. But I know this was one who was caught up in the spirit. He was raptured in the spirit. He was caught up. He was caught up. He was caught up. See, caught up. He was caught up to the third heaven. Caught up to the third heaven. So that means that it was a pool. He was caught up, not in the third heaven. He was caught up to the third heaven. A pulling. A pulling. A what? A pulling. So he's introducing the concept of frequency and vibrations. I'm just mentioning the things. Hallelujah. Are we together? Amen. He was caught up to the third heaven. Please, let's go to the verse 3. And I knew such a man. Whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell God know it. But I knew such a man. I knew him. <laughs> For how that he was caught up into. So that means there was one point and he was caught up into another. Are you catching it? How that he was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words which it is not lawful for man to utter. So there is the manner of translation and there is the, the, the operation of translation. The manner of translation is how you are caught up. How are you caught up? I'll just mention them. Two ways. You are translated by faith. Hebrews chapter 11. Madi Garabash. Verse 5. Translated by faith. You are caught up by faith. There is a place of faith in the catching up. By faith. Enoch was translated. <laughs> by faith. Say by faith. Do you believe? By faith. Kabadadabahas. By faith. By faith. Madi Gahas. 
What do you believe? Do you believe in distance or you believe in supernatural speed? What do you believe? Hallelujah. My God. When, when I started learning these things, most of the time when I'm traveling, I define when I will arrive before I even start. Glory to God. By faith, Enoch was translated. That he should not see there by faith. And he was not found because God had translated him by faith. By faith. The manner of translation 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 by faith. Another manner is the manner of translation by the Spirit. Revelation chapter 1, verse 10. Translation by the Spirit. He says, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. And behind me I heard a great voice. I knew a man in Christ. Whether in the body or outside the body, I cannot tell. God knows it. Such a man heard unspeakable words. He heard unspeakable words because he was caught up into the third heaven. I was in the spirit and I heard translation by the spirit. Translation by the spirit. So in due time, I will handle these matters. Translation by faith. Translation by the spirit. Whether in the body. So there is translation in the body and there is translation outside the body. Are you blessed today? May the Lord release grace upon you. In the name of Jesus. The grace to walk in the supernatural dimensions where you are not limited by the structures of the flesh. In the name of Jesus Christ. To walk in the supernatural dimension. Where you are not limited by the structures of the flesh. I pray for you. Jesus. By the provisions of the supernatural. Jesus name. May you receive divine intervention when you need it. In Jesus in the name. name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I pray for you. Yes Lord. That in the realm of the physical yes, Lord. will place a limitation an embargo on you in Jesus because there is a provision in the supernatural yes, Lord. whenever your physical energy ends whenever your physical ability ends Jesus. whenever your physical effort ends Jesus. there is a provision in the supernatural yes, Lord. in the name of Jesus Amen. may the Lord translate you to be able to accomplish task by divine means in the name of Jesus. Amen. May you never be limited. Yes, Just lift up your voice. Begin to speak in the spirit. Ayapa, 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 Ayap
Lift up your hands with Glory to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You want to lift your voice? We are praying this single prayer. We have seen in all the instances of divine translation, it was not for fun. It was always for intervention. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Intervention. When in the case of Elijah, the servant said, if I go and tell Ahab that you have come, and when I come, you are gone again, you will kill me. It was because prior to that, Jezebel had threatened his life that he will kill him. Intervention. Jesus. Glory to God. Glory. Intervention. Okay. Say with me, divine intervention. Divine intervention. You want to pray that God. God. See, as you are praying, don't just, don't just be thinking about some dramatic... There are many things that you are already suffering from because of your limitation. Limitation. There are people that sometimes you will talk to them about, about business and they will leave. You call them, you can't reach them again. But you can appear to them. He will call you another time and say, ah, yeah, yesterday you came to the house. I don't even know how you entered my house. You got to know my house. But you come and then uh, let's talk about this thing. And then let me pay the money. Because somebody has appeared in your form. Hallelujah. Say supernatural intervention. Supernatural intervention. We are not talking about any dramatic um, case of translation. We are talking about people trying to reject you. Somebody rising who doesn't know you from anywhere. And then they will rise up in the office just to mention your name and discredit you. And you will be there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because your spirit moves. Your spirit searches. Your spirit moves. Sometimes you can appear in places not as your form, as, an, as another. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you understand these transmissions, you can never be limited. Jesus. Tell somebody, I am not limited. I am not limited. You are praying this prayer that oh God. Oh God. Intervene, intervene in my life, in my life by supernatural hand, by supernatural help. Intervene, intervene in my life, in my life by your supernatural hand, by your supernatural in the name of Jesus. Say it again, oh God, oh God, intervene. intervene. 
Where my feet cannot reach. Where my feet cannot reach. You make a provision. You make a provision. By supernatural translation. By supernatural translation. Where my hands cannot reach. Where my hands cannot reach. You make a provision. You make a provision. By supernatural translation. By supernatural translation. Paul said, Though I am absent in the flesh, Yet my spirit is with you. My spirit is with you. Say with me, O God. Grant me supernatural representation in places I can't enter. In places I cannot enter. The Bible says, whilst men slept, the devil so tears. Your greatest disadvantage is not what you cannot do. Your greatest disadvantage is your absence. Your absence. Your absence. Your absence. Your absence. The things that can transpire in your absence. Mm. If only you were there in time. Jesus. Your absence. Jesus. Sometimes people will die and they will say, if only we had gone to the hospital earlier. Your absence will always rob you of your destiny. You are praying that, oh God, oh God. grant me, grant me supernatural, representation. supernatural representation, divine representation, divine representation. In, the in the name of Jesus, where my feet, where my feet cannot reach, where my hands cannot reach, any time that is not in my favor, grant me, grant me divine. Divine representation. representation. Grant me, divine, representation. Lift your voice and pray. Divine representation. Divine representation. Divine representation. Divine representation. Divine representation. Come on, Libra Satya. Ripala Bakatoha. No one will take advantage of your absence because the Lord represents you. Your spirit is caught up in the name of Jesus to places that you have to be. To places that you ought to appear. God is giving you divine representation. Jesus. You are talking about translation. We are not just talking about some some crazy spiritual phenomenon. We are talking about things that we do, things that we need on the daily. One testimony. This one is not testimony I heard somewhere. This one is testimony me. My own eyes. See, this is the human being. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God. He, he received the word that God is granting him room, promotion to become headmaster in a secondary school. He didn't receive, he didn't even see adverts for application. He didn't receive invitation for interview. But he received letter. The letter started with Based on your performance in the interview conducted. My God. Based on your performance in the interview conducted. Long and short, you are hereby appointed as the substantive headmaster. Jesus. He didn't see adverts. He didn't apply, but he went for interview. He didn't go. <laughs> he is living in his house. Hey! They bring him letter based on your performance on the interview. Divine representation. Divine representation. We are not talking about some fables and some stories. There are some of you from today you will be represented in places you are not physically present in jesus name <laughs> you will go for an interview and say, ah, but we did your own yesterday so we will call you so about who did it <laughs> where's not my spirit where's not my spirit where's not my spirit Somebody will say, hey, you, this thing, I won't do it for you. Two days time, they will call you. Uh, you have changed my mind. After so-so and so came to see me. You have not contracted anybody to go and see anybody. But somebody went to see the person. For you, when's not my spirit? May God bring you to that order of testimonies. May God bring you to that order of testimonies. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands and say with me, I receive divine representation. I receive divine representation. In the name of Jesus. Celebrate the Lord in the house. Give God glory. My God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I hope you've been blessed by this message. For more information, visit our website at www.glorylifecity.church and connect with us on social media at Glory Life City Church. Contact us on 0266 384105 or 054 984 6235.